welcome to the 10th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast. A podcast podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. Uh, I'm Samantha Blackman, one of your co-hosts. I'm an associate professor at Purdue University in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana, um, where I teach rhetoric and composition and I specialize um, in digital humanities and minority rhetorics. And I am joined tonight for our 10th episode, let me say that again because that's a big thing, um, by my two co-hosts, Alex Lane and Sarah White. Ladies? I am Alex Lane. I am an Aries. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I do not enjoy long walks on the beach and I have dogs of uh, disproportionate sizes. I've always heard that about you. Um, (laughs) I am Sarah White and I am a Taurus and I have cats of disproportionate sizes and I do enjoy long walks on the beaches and um, well you shouldn't live in Indiana then. No we have a beach. I, I live in Michigan City and we have a beach. Oh. But it's cold right now, a little too cold for that, and uh, it's either we're going to be swept away by a tornado or we're going to freeze, so I'm sort of staying indoors. So. Ooh. Yeah. That's me, and I'm excited to be here for the 10th Okay. <clears throat> by the way, I vote for be- I vote for freezing to death other- over being swept away by a tornado. <laughs> well, not freezing to death, but freezing. Yes. No one died. That was my fun. <clears throat> All right. That's a good point. <laughs> Well, we're going to get started because we've got lots of interesting things to talk about. Um, our go by our usual uh, our usual agenda, I suppose. The what you've been playing, what you've been reading, what you're drinking, um, followed by our news and our main issue of the week, um, and then we'll close out with some fun stuff like deals for broke ass gamers, which is always fun. That is always fun. <laughs> There's good ones this week too. There are. Mm-hmm. So, what you playing? I think one of the interesting things is we're all playing one of the same games yeah. anyway. Yes, we are. Um, so maybe we'll save that one for last so we can cover the other stuff we've been playing. Um, we'll just save the discussion of it for last. Um, <laughs> okay, what am I playing? What have I been playing? Um, I uh, caught like the super sale on Xbox Live Arcade and bought uh, Age of Booty, um, which is... Um, an interesting little game where you have to uh, go around and, and conquer um, different little islands in this pool um, in either the, there are different stages in a certain amount of time um, before your opponent gets X number. Um, and, but then what the thing is, is that once you've conquered an island and you're, you've raised your flag, um, your opponent can come behind you and conquer the island and take it from you. Um, and then you have to like fight over it and there's contestation and, you know, whoever, you know, destroys the opponent first then wins the island back or it's kind of fun. It's kind of crazy. Um, sadly I got stalled at one of the, one of the time challenges, um, where I have to, I think get three or four islands in like seven minutes or something crazy like that. And for the life of me, I can't get it done. Um, I was like, I always run out of time right before I get the last island. Um, <laughs> and, you know, luckily it was on super sale. I think I only paid either two or 400 points for it. So I'm like, you know what? Screw you. Um, I'm taking my marbles and going home. Um, but I don't know. I might you could be- say I'm taking my pogs and going home if you want to reach <laughs> the younger crowd. 
<laughs> there we go. Um, but I'm old. And uh, <laughs> so I've been playing that. It was a little fun. It's a, it's a little, it's an easy distraction. Um, I also started playing um, a fun little game on my iPad. It's, well, it's not so much a game as it is an interactive book. Interestingly Weird. enough, um, it is um, by Nancy Drew, The Secret Ranch, I think it mm. is. It's done by Her Interactive. Um, and I thought it was going to be more like the Nancy Drew point-and-click adventure games. Um, but it's not. It's really a, a big interactive book. Mm. Um and you read through the text and you click on like highlighted words in the text. And sometimes they give you like really stupid, trivial bits of information that everybody knows. And I'm, I know I'm working under the assumption that this game is for, for, for children, uh, probably mm -hmm. not even tweens, but, but a little bit younger. Um, and inside of the book, there are also in the, the, the interactive elements, there are also like some, um, hidden object games and so on and so forth. <gasps> yeah, I know you would like that. <laughs> um, it's fun. Um, it, they, it's out on it's out for the both the uh, iPhone and there's a an iPad HD version. Um, I want to say I paid four ninety nine for the HD version, but I think the iPhone version was a dollar ninety nine. Um, it's cute. Um, it's it's I, I I've enjoyed playing it. Um, it is one of the one of the games that that reminds me constantly that I am not of the um, not of the audience for this game because it, it does feel a little you know it does feel a little too childish at times um, and it wasn't exactly what I was expecting or hoping I was like I was more hoping for you know the the old Nancy Drew um, computer games that her interactive put out mm -hmm. um, and this really isn't that um, but hey. I paid my four ninety nine to support or five ninety nine or whatever I paid for it to support her interactive and that is a good thing in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Um the other thing that I've been playing <laughs> happily um all week and I'm not gonna talk about it now because we're gonna talk about it together mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. is um LA Noir. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> Boom. Snap. Yeah. Should I go next? You Are should, because I've only really played one game, and that's the one we're waiting to talk about. Okay. Um, so this uh, these last two weeks, I finished World of Keflings, although I still don't have all the achievements, but I still count that as finishing the game, unlike Sam. Um, I finished the game. Oh, Did you get all the achievements? Oh, no, I still have two achievements. <laughs> yeah, I finished, I finished, I finished the, the quests of the game. Ah, yes, yes. Um, so I did that. That was, that was fun. Uh, wait, 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 and... wait. You can't just say you finished that and not tell the story. Okay, so mm -hmm. we, we talked about this during the last podcast, <laughs> and Alex said, oh, yeah, I bought it right before, and then I played like a mad woman, and then we came to, we did the podcast. Okay. Mm -hmm. was she I remember not... I was cranky because I wanted to go back and play it more. Right, and she was cranky because she's like, I want to play that now. What she's not telling you is she stayed up all <laughs> night playing that game, and she finished it that night. <sighs> what time did I text you at like 7 in the morning? It was something crazy. She was like, I hate you. You made me stay I, up all night. That's true. I did say that. Um, this might go towards that video game addiction. <laughs> oh, that's not a thing. <laughs> I could quit anytime I want, man. There you go. <laughs> that's right. 
so yes, that is the story. I, you know, I, I that's how I, that's how I roll. Mm. Okay. So, um, so yes, that happened. I also played Dance Central today along with Sam. <laughs> um, that was way fun. And I'm totally addicted to the Connect now. I'm really embarrassed to say I hadn't played the Connect until today. Mm. And it was pretty sweet. And I'm going to buy one probably, except I'm kind of mad because you can't sit down and play. I tried. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, how do you feel about the whole like taking a picture of you? I, I liked it kind of. Well, Dan Central is worse than taking a picture of you. It takes video of you when yeah, it's video. And, oh, okay. And it's like three seconds, and it plays it over and over. So you're like, you look like you look like total spaz. <laughs> okay, that's a lot different than a picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it video. Ta- it tapes you. It doesn't motion. bother me. While you're I heard that they they take the videos and the pictures though, and they put them on there, like they have rights to them. That bothers me. That well, would you have bother to turn me. it on. To do oh, that. okay. Okay. Well, here's the next question that just come, came into my mind as as someone who likes to talk about you know the analysis of it. But what what would be the, what's the driving force there? Is it because we want to see ourselves in the game so desperately, or is it because we're so narcissistic, or why do they put us in? We because it's putting us on TV. I mean, Wait, what, what, you know what I mean. Like, what a weird. Why do, they, why do they what take pictures of us? Yeah, like why? Yeah, why? What's what's the driving force of that? I mean, you know, why would the game? Have that because as a gimmick. It's amusing. It's, it's, like, I, don't yeah, think it's, okay. I don't think it's yeah, narcissism. Just, yeah. I think it's just so you can see how goofy you look. Yeah. Like like uh, amusement parks when they take you picture on the roller coaster. I think it's ex- that exact same thing. Right. Yeah. Because it doesn't take pictures of you when you're like doing something that might really look good. They purposely take pictures of you like when you're playing Connect Adventures when they tell you to jump so yeah. that you're up in the air and you look like an insane person because you're like flailing your arms and you've got okay, these horrible yeah. looks on your face. A- a so I'm sitting there playing, just trying my heart on. I'm literally just sweating like a mad woman. And Sam's like, you know, you don't, it doesn't make you jump any higher, higher if you flail your arms. <laughs> when you jump, jump. I was like, you suck it! Shut up! <laughs> it's, that's it was funny. very funny. Um, I've also been playing some WoW. I am. It's my mission to get my. Uh, it's actually my mom's druid, but it's mine now, up to eighty-five. So I've been trying that, um, and I uh, just played a little Modern Warfare Two, um, oh. because they just released that tr- the trailer for Modern Warfare Three. Um, and yeah. it sort of blew my mind. Hmm. Well, so, well, that's what I've been doing. Shall then I be the one who... Oh, yeah, and, and Ellen Noir, of course. But yes, now, go ahead. Yes, well, and, uh, as you know, you know, I, I'm teaching the summer school, and I, you know, I've always been more towards the casual gamer. You know, I kind of represent that little aspect. But So I was so excited because my doorbell... I'm like, there it is. It's there. You know, because last podcast, I ordered it live, you know, or live as we are. So I went oh, and I got it. That. Yeah, I did it. I ha- it happened. So I went... And I pop it in immediately because so much I've heard of L.A. Noir, And I found out about the title because there was some controversy about it being misspelled. And you guys know the deal with the title, right? Yeah, because of the periods or something. Right? Well, because of La, it right. makes Noir feminine. So that would be the feminine spelling of black and French. So anyway, putting that out there. Anyway, so I put it in there. I'm also super excited and... I don't know. Maybe I had <laughs> awfully high expectations. Please say more. I'm inviting other commentary before I... No, I want to hear this. 
Oh, all right. Well, okay. Oh, this is it goes against my Midwestern upbringing to be so forthright. But I was disappointed. <laughs> if, <laughs> I know. <laughs> if I'm from Ohio, we don't talk about feelings. You um, are so full of it. We should start recording the show before we actually start recording the show. And we can, <laughs> I keep to myself. Um, uh-huh. So it felt like a Grand Theft Auto. When I found out that I could make my partner drive, I was much happier. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm like, oh my lord, I have to drive every anywhere. Well. Yeah, and I'm like, this is what I do in real life. I don't want to do it in a game, you know. And so I constantly was pressing X because I'm like, tell me where. If to they go. gave you like a route on the map, I think it would be a little <sighs> easier. I, you know what? I think you're right. If we could follow like a line. Anyway, uh, freaking uh, Red Dead Redemption did the same thing, right? The, let's take the horse and go all over God's green earth. And I just want to fuck. I just want to freaking get there. Okay. So my partner's driving now because I figured that part out and I'm like, he's bitches driving. So You know you miss the side quest when you... I don't even care because okay, that's how I'm much sorry. I hate to driving. No, you're right. You're right. And so I'm all trying to be intuitive, you know, because you're supposed to read their faces, you know. But to me, this game exemplifies exactly what we talked about in my class last semester. We have the, the butt up of... Gameplay versus narrative, and the gameplay is restricting the narrative. I thought it would be more like, well, I'm going to walk down this alley, and I will decide what's a clue. No. The thing vibrates when you're supposed to pay attention. And I'm like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. And then it's so lame that you get the vibration, and you think, oh, here we go. And you are manipulating this bottle, and it's like, oh, this just doesn't really seem that important. And I'm like, well, why did I vibrate? You know, I wouldn't have picked up the damn bottle, you know? So... Ugh. And then I, I I try to ask questions out of order, I guess, because the people are telling me things that are like, I already asked that. So gameplay and narrative in conflict, I think they're starting to try to get it, but I really kind of had higher expectations. Okay, that's my rant. I'm done. How far did you get into it? Did you get done with the first disc? Um, No, I'm not done with the first disc. I am, let's see. Somebody got hit by a car. I'm st- yeah. I'm still oh, okay. investigating the car. That's cool. Accident, but yeah. I'm a wearing the suit and tie now instead of the police outfit. Though. Sounds good. You had to go get your suits pressed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Buy two suits, get them pressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what I thought. What did you all think? Um, I think you're totally right on with a lot of your criticisms. Although it doesn't necessarily make me not like the game. Yeah. It just sort of positions me to see it differently like the fact that anything you can interact with vibrates it's like a weird you're right it's like a it's like a contradiction between like an open world game like a gta is a lot more open world i think mm-hmm. and the more scripted games um so yeah it vibrates when you can interact with something but not everything you can interact interact with is important right and i think they hold your hand a little bit too much you know every time you pick up something that you should look at more closely that thing pops up that says, you know, hold the left trigger to, mm. or the left stick to inspect this close. So, but at the same time, when you have a lot of things that you don't necessarily need to interact with that, that are like calling your attention also, you sort of have to guide more. Um, it reminds me of that game. What What's, oh, I think that's heavy rain, the heavy rain where you're, when you're the cop, and you use that like weird glove thing mm. to see the clues around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rem- it reminds me of like a like a tactile way of doing that. So instead of seeing where the clues are, you like can feel the vibration. Right. Um, 
and I agree with you on that one. I, and I and I, but I also feel Sarah because I was thinking the same thing. Um, I'm at the, I'm in the very last, I'm in the very last case um, on the first disc right now, um, and there was one point that I was walking through this. I was walking through this this apartment looking at clues and um, there was one room in particular that I looked at 10 different items and only one of them was relevant to the case. And yeah. I was thinking, yeah. oh, for the love of God, really? Yeah. I have to look at those other nine. Um, and, and that was kind of irritating. I think that there, I think, yeah, that there is some, there's a happy medium. Uh, <laughs> but then at the same time, I appreciate the vibrations because a lot of, cause the, cause the game is very noir in style. So mm-hmm. it's, it it's dark. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the clues that you need to solve some of these cases, you wouldn't otherwise find if they didn't vibrate. Mm-hmm. Um, you can turn the vibrations off and look for other, and look for other, um, kind of, clues that there's something there because I don't know if you guys have noticed this but just like in other kind of um, role-playing games when there's stuff you need to look at um, Cole Phelps Mm -hmm. uh, actually turns his head when he comes to something that he needs to look at but you but you can turn the vibrations off in the options menu Okay. Um, so they do some, something with the sound too when you found all the clues. Yeah, it makes a chime. Yeah, this was the chime. And you can turn, and if you don't like that, you can also turn that off. So, um, I've been debating on whether or not to turn the vibrations off and just counting on, and just counting on the uh, on the head turn to guide me to the to guide me to the clues that I need to kind of find. And then when all the music is gone, then I know I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, I do appreciate. I mean, I I think I will. Like you said, I, there's not that I haven't. I don't enjoy the game. What I do like is that there is a, at least what I've played so far. There's a kind of lack of violence. I mean, I've I beat somebody up, but I'm not. That's not the same. Yeah, and I I think I have fired my weapon, but I mean, it's it's not the same as enemy, and you must annihilate. You know, what I mean, like there is more. Right. Um, intelligence trying to be worked here. And I, I appreciate their effort in that. I feel too like with the narratives, I mean, we're getting there. I really do appreciate their effort. But at the same time, you know, there's that larger narrative and then there's like the little side narratives. Like he has flashbacks. From the very first flashback, I'm like, oh, I think I know what's going on. You know, unless they have like a huge twist. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's so uh, transparent, almost like, oh, well, this is obviously going to be. But, I mean, I could be wrong. No, I mean, I, I see you on that when I say, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I think I, it's it's interesting because I have a totally different take on the game. Um, I actually, I love it. I am, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. so into it. Um, the, 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 the narrative, the way that the narrative is kind of unfolding for me. Mm-hmm. Um is one of the more interesting things. It is very noir and I like like the old noir um films and like it feels very kind of like Black Dahlia, not only in terms mm-hmm. of the case, but also if anybody remembers the old computer game, the Black Dahlia. Um and um it's the 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 one of the most interesting things to me is the is the way that the flashbacks happen. 
Um, and, and we're not doing spoilers, so we're not going to talk about what's in the flashbacks necessarily. But when you find the newspaper, when you click on the newspaper, instead of being able to read the newspaper as you traditionally do in role-playing games, it opens up, you know, it opens up a clip, a film clip, a sequence, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's so awesome. Mm-hmm. And that, that is pretty, you know, that's pretty ground, that's pretty groundbreaking. Um, for games and and it does feel very film like and mm-hmm. and I'm really enjoying kind of this this new take um this new take on an old genre mm. right mm-hmm. um it's, it's not like heavy rain that was its own genre um but it's mm-hmm. kind of a blending of like heavy rain and the more traditional rpg mm-hmm. slash point and click adventure Mm-hmm. It's kind of a little bit of everything. You know what I mean? Of course, it's it's very point and click adventure. Like, click on this and see if you found a clue. But then there's yeah. still RPG elements in that there are quests that you have to have and people that you have to find and so on and so forth. And then there are these side quests where you do these other things. Um, then it's very kind of heavy rainish in that um, a lot of it sometimes feels like, well, I won't say a lot of it. From time to time, it it does feel more like a set of interactive quick time sequences that's right so it, it's it's pretty interesting and, and it's been a lot of fun um and and i find it really amusing that sarah says she's she feels that it's very non-violent because clearly she's not <laughs> they when they tell me that i was thinking about this last night and i was like oh god really i need to like look this word up in the dictionary because even though i i know what the word means it's not registering to me when i'm playing the game because they say you know incapacitate x you know, before he mm. harms, you know, why or yeah. whatever. And for me, that means headshot. Because every time they tell me to incapacitate somebody, <laughs> I shoot them in the head. Yeah, I mean, th- there's not like a regular, it's, it's, it's violent in a different way. Like there's not right. a regular, you can't walk around and shoot people. When you hit people with your car, you're, you don't kill them. Things like that. Um, but in the storylines themselves, they are incredibly violent. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're dealing with murder cases and stuff, you know. Right, but I mean, like, like as you progress further in the oh, game, okay. um, like, like, like SVU shies away from some of the stuff that happens in. This. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, but you're not committing any violence, so it does. It's weird, like it's a weird disconnect. Well, like, um, going from know. going from like a, a first person shooter like Modern Warfare, uh, and then going to this, it's a, it's totally different. Well, it's a different feel. It's different everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, and when we talked about violence in my class and we read, you know, all the texts, I mean, this is making a very clear delineation between, you know, I mean, you're, you're the law, you know what I mean? Like, you're the cop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when you commit violence, it's that you have the moral high ground so far, I mean, before from where I am. If they tell you to punch somebody, you will. You know what I mean? I don't know. Not like, not like, um... Like a Halo. Well, on Halo. I, mean, I don't know. I, I can say that it's one of the most enjoyable games. Like, sitting back, whether I have the controller or someone else has the controller, and I'm just watching. Like, I'm just genuinely enjoying it. I'm excited to get to the next chapter. And most of the time when I play games, I play them as, as, like I did with Keflings, fiendishly to get to the end because I want to beat it. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel that way at all. Like, I want to play an hour a day and, like, watch these different cases. You're, like, kind of like, it? Yeah, it's like, it's like I watch, like to watch CSI and I like to watch, you know, NCIS and all these shows. And it's, like, just a little case that's, you know, and then they have bigger narratives woven in once in a while. Like, it kind of has that feeling for me. What do you think about this whole, like, truth, lie, doubt? Like, I mean... You know, you're supposed to be able to read their expressions. And I'm like, I don't know. You know what I mean? So, 
Well, I had a couple people sitting by me when I was playing it, and everybody got really into it. They're like watching the eyes. No, the eyes went that way. Well, no, they were looking at something, so that's okay. But but they sounded sarcastic. Like people were really getting into trying to guess it. Yeah, I'm I'm good at it sometimes. I'm bad at it at others. And when I'm bad at it, I get mad. But mm-hmm. but well, um, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of fun. Well, you know, probably why I'm down on it, ladies. Let me just confess. Is like one night I was playing it, and I kept messing up this one interrogation and they kept making me do it over and over and over you know and I was like I've already answered these questions you know what I mean and I was like let me just get past this I mean I was really messing it up you know a few times they like when I'm I'm unable to pass something particularly driving like chase scenes Mm -hmm. after you fail a few times it just offers to take you to the next step without sacrificing the narrative yeah they didn't offer me that yeah I think that's in those that's in those um those sequences that do, that don't really contribute the anything to the narrative. Yeah, that's and true. That's the interrogations do. Yeah, where you're just chasing someone down. And you I, don't need that information, but you do need the information from the. Yeah. Now, Sarah, when you when you uh, when they made you keep playing it over and over, when you was this early on? Was this like when you first? Started? It was. See, well, I, I think that yeah. was probably the tutorial. The tutorial well, case. It was when I was actually at police headquarters, and this it was my interrogation, I think, that was going to make or break me from being a beat cop to yeah. homicide. I think that's, so, I yeah. think that that's, that's still that part of the, the tutorial, tutorial yeah. yeah, the tutorial okay. case, and that's kind of why they did it, so you can get, get a feel for it. Yeah, because I, I think I had to do that one twice, too, because I, I didn't do too well on that one the first time through. Mm-mm. Well, because there were some things that, that I had to figure out. Right. right. Not, not spoilers, but a tip. Right. And I was talking to Alex about this today when we were talking about the game earlier. I was like, one of the things that I had to realize is that there's intuition that we have that is our own. And then there's, of course, intuition as in the game that is built That's into the right. game that is different. Right. Um, <clears throat> but my own intuition tells me when someone is lying. Um, but that doesn't work if I call them, if I call it and say it's a lie, then I have to give proof based on the evidence that I've already found in order to, mm-hmm. in order to if you didn't find the right evidence. Right. And if I haven't found the right evidence, even though I am right, the game's not going to let me, it's not going to let that shit fly. So I had but, to get that through my head and say, okay, you know, this person's lying and the game knows this person's lying, but you haven't found that thing yet that proves that this person is lying. So mm-hmm. you can't call him a liar. You, the best you can do is say doubt. Yeah. So one of the things I find most fun with that is um, is uh, trying to figure out the motive behind their lying. Because you meet these ancillary characters that have nothing to do with anything, but they lie to you, mm-hmm. or, you know, or you're supposed to doubt them. And you have to figure out, like, okay, obviously they're lying because they're not they're they're trying to hide something else. And it and so like that, to me, I'm always like, it's just a bartender. Why would he lie to me? It doesn't right. matter. Right. But he has other motives like, oh, he's sleeping with so-and-so or, oh, he is breaking this liquor law. You know, so it, um, that part's really fun for me to think about the different motivations. But also that throws off my intuition because I'd be like, it's just a neighbor. The neighbor doesn't care. You know, the neighbor wouldn't lie. But, oh, oh, wait, they would. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should we move on? We got more to say? Hold on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, no, we can move on. I do have. A, I want to talk about another game before uh, we get too far mm-hmm. in. Good. And that's Modern Warfare Three. Mm-hmm. Not that we've gotten to play it, but we've seen the trailers. We should tell people that we've gotten to play it. Like, yeah, we got an advanced copy. 
Yeah, I didn't get to play it. And we played it. And we finished it. Alex and I beat it today. Because you guys so, are cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sarah, I don't think you're picking up on this whole thing we're trying to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. So I'm a we'll, nerd. We'll, yeah. we'll, of course, put a link to this um, in the show notes. The show notes. <clears throat> but, uh, so, Modern Warfare 3 is coming out. See, and not to really try to kill me, right? But I guess they, they're thinking, folks, these are such different genres that folks are not going to be looking for the same games. It comes out right around the time of, because um, Dragonborn, uh, Skyrim comes out. Dragonborn. 11-11. Uh, 11. 11. <clears throat> and uh, Modern Warfare 3 is coming out 11-8-11. Speaking of which, I have your Dragon Age game, but continue. You have my Dragon Age game? Yeah, it was in the uh, it was in that Xbox. Kleptomania. You better give me my Dragon Age back. I've never stolen anything in my life. Oh, okay. Besides the spotlight. Oh. <laughs> well played. Thank you. <laughs> Anywho. But, um, yeah, and, and I'm, I'm guessing that most folks have seen the, the trailer for this by now. Um, or at least by the time, you know, if not, go watch it now. And, uh, <clears throat> oh, wait, don't turn us off. Just watch it. Um <laughs> um so this one is different because you know we've had the the previous modern warfares have taken place in different places right this one takes place on home soil yes it does it Mm. takes place in the u.s in france in england and in germany maybe i think that sounds right to me Mm. um and there are planes flying into buildings. There are... Like New York's on fire. Yeah. You know? it's mm-hmm. a, well, we don't know if it's supposed to be New York, but this large yeah, urban city is on fire. And shit's blowing up. And there's, like, mayhem in the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks fucking amazing from the Oh, trailer. my God. Yes, it does. I've got to mm-hmm. say that. And I didn't buy Black Ops because I had played... Um, Modern Warfare 2 <clears throat> and I was like you know really there's only so much Call of Duty I can take in small amounts of time I'm pretty sure that I'm going to at least rent but probably pick up because it's going to take forever for me to get a copy if I try to rent it through Gamefly I'll never get that one in yeah, my for sure. Um, I- I'm pretty sure I'm going to end up buying Modern Warfare 3 just because I got to see how they do this I got to see how the hell they pull this off because my big question, the one thing I asked Alex today when she finished watching that trailer was, mm-hmm. I looked at her and I said, is it too soon? Too soon, mm, right? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That seems kind of intense. And it comes out in November, and it's going to be 10 10-year anniversary, Well, right? did you say November 11, 11? 11, 11. 11, 11. Uh, no, 11, 8, 11. Oh, okay. And that um, was a big question. So, but, but, but Salvo made a very good point. Which is, or maybe that was you that made this point, I don't remember. No, that was Um, Yeah, he said, you know, they probably wouldn't have done that until after they uh, killed uh, Osama bin Laden. Hmm. So it was sort of, you know, they timed that. Like, they might not, because they just released this trailer, what, two days ago? Like, two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe they're kept. And so we were, yeah, we had gotten to kind of an interesting discussion about whether or not they would have released it. You know, how long has the game been done? Have they just been holding off and hoping that something was going to come about that it would, you know, make it okay to release this at this point? I mean, because now we're seeing, like, I don't know if you, like, if you look at, like, 
Amazon for, you know, what's the top selling books right now in fiction. There are all of these kind of Tom Clancy type books that are all about SEALs because, of course, this was a Osama bin Laden operation was done by Navy That's SEALs. That's going to be a huge thing blowing up all over. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, books, that movies that weren't made before, books that didn't get turned into movies are not going to be turned into movies because they're all about terrorism and the Navy SEALs and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, you know. I, very I, you know, easily the, could have been a marketing thing. Is, is, yeah, it's, I mean, people are capitalizing on it all over, so it kind of makes sense that, you know, this would come out at this point. You know, it, it's... Yeah. Well, I guess I mean, this is tangential, but it relates. I, you know, I'm listening to these songs but on the pop radio, and it talks about, oh, this place is about to blow. And, you know, I, maybe I'm old, and I think that must mean that everybody's going to show up. You know, like, I'm trying to figure out what it means. But I'm like, it's interesting how, like, blowing up Wait, has become... what? I'm talking about that Keisha song. Um, she sings a song on the radio about how the pl- this place is about to blow. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay, and what my point is... Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to Google that. Because a spot, yeah, blow, not, a spot blows like... up means it gets, it, it's jumping, that well, everybody's what? there. You're yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Using the old man salvo hashtags for everything you say. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, what I mean is, I think like blowing up or like that has become part of the vernacular, and so I'm saying like these games or that you know, it's like taking back, you know, like when certain groups that have have you know like say bitch, you know, like women have taken it back, and we call each other a bitch. Like we're trying to take it away. You know what I mean? Like making blowing up and that kind of. I've heard people talk about oh they blew up my phone with text messages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like taking back that language because it it. It mutes it. It's not we as We should write threatening. about this. Yes. And so what I'm saying is these games, they're on a cathartic level that maybe this like terrorism on, you know, and then seeing New York that way, maybe enough time has passed that now it, be- it becomes a catharsis where it's starting to work through um, those scars that we, c- it was too painful before, but now there's like an anger and you know what I mean? Kind of a closure. Yeah. That this is now like, we're going to take it back. We're going to reclaim it. This is ours. You know, I, I'm hesitant always to, to to point the finger at video games for being too violent and too blah blah blah. So I'm inclined to agree with you. It might be a it might be more cathartic um, than than we might think. I think it is a way of working through the psyche. You know, I mean, that's what video games. You know, you've read millions of times. It's not the. It's not. The, it's not that it's violent. Well, it's, it's video that, games. It's books. It's TV. It's yeah. even those entertainment escapist media so. as a way of like you know sort of. It's like, Freudian. We're exploring. working. We're working through the trauma. Experimenting. Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't know. It's. It's interesting. I. I can't wait to play it. I'll say that. <laughs> I don't know I mean, if I'm going to hate I mean, it or love is, it. This but. is on the tail end of that. Of, of oh, blah. I'd help you, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Blah? Was it? it I'm trying to remember what game was it where we were supposed to be able to play as, as Taliban and then we couldn't. Oh, or Al Qaeda. Which one was it? Wasn't that Modern Warfare Two? No, 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 no. This was more recent. I want to say it might have been Black Ops. Um, Maybe. Black Ops. I thought was Viet. No, it wasn't. Well, no, oh, which one was okay. it? Oh, see, damn it. It might be black eyes. Hmm. But you always see yourself. Don't you always see yourself as Americans? Do I always see myself in as black, in, um, in black ops? Not you. It was the, not no, like it you was personally. New, that's what it was. That was it. The new Medal of Honor game. Oh, there you Medal go. Of Honor, that's okay. Right. That's I, was like, I think black ops is Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, no, it's black ops. That's why it was just driving me crazy. 
right? It was you were we were supposed to have playable Al Qaeda characters, mm-hmm. and remember, then there were like people were like oh, they they banned it from all army bases, entire countries banned it. They were like, no way in hell this is gonna happen. We're not selling this game. We're not buying this game. Blah blah blah. And EA caved, mm-hmm. and and um and 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 took out that and took out that option. That's right. I was really disappointed because I am not I've never been a huge fan of Medal of Honor games. I mean, I've played a couple of the Call of Duty games. Medal yeah. of Honor never did it for me. I would have put money down for that one just for freedom of speech, just because it gave people an opportunity to, you know, see a different side and mm-hmm. understand. Right? right? Mm-hmm. And and the trailer for Modern Warfare 3 is kind of hinting at that, right? Mm-hmm. Is that there are heroes on both sides, right? Just like the movie Hero that came out after 9-11. Everybody remembers mm-hmm. that, right? That mm-hmm. there are heroes on both sides. <clears throat> and the Modern Warfare 3 trailer is hinting at that. It's I, very interesting. There's multiple levels it's on that. very trailer. interesting because they're saying stuff like, you know, uh, you know, if you're going to be a hero, one of the things you got to, you got to, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. And this was actually in, um, the last Winter Cell game too was you you you've got to be prepared to dig two graves if you're going out like that. That's right. Right. Oh, was one thing, and chills. then the other thing was was something that was very much like there are heroes on both sides, mm-hmm. and you know, and whether you're called hero or villain just depends on where you're standing. Well, that's what yeah, that's what I was going to offer to this is that nobody on the opposing sides say they're not fighting because oh we're evil and we just like evil they're fighting because they think they're morally right too and it's important i think you're right this game should be allowed because it does give you perspective everybody thinks that they're fighting for the moral right that's right you know so it's i really liked the one scene that was like it doesn't take the most powerful countries in the world to start a war it takes one man i was like where are you guys going with that Mm-hmm. <laughs> but here comes with one man again. I know, I know. You're just talking about this last time. Why it's got to be one man? Maybe it's. I wonder if you can play as a woman in this one. I'm sure you can't. I'm sure not. Probably not. Anyway, Sam, I cut you off. What were you gonna say? No, that's, I'm. I don't remember. Like, no, now I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. Shouldn't have sure. cut me off. Damn it. <clears throat> I never yelled at me in the Google Doc, so that's why I cut I you never off. cut Samantha off. <laughs> Whatever. I always let her say her wisdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> funny. Yes. So I think that's pretty interesting. Okay. And another thing I wanted to go back to because Sarah started talking about reclaiming bitch. I have to tell you that <laughs> one of my pet peeves Uh-oh. thus far. I'm going to say this. I'm going to let it go. Uh Uh-oh. In L.A. Noir is that my second partner, of course, in the the game Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. calls everybody a bitch. Every woman a bitch. Cold bitch, crazy bitch, dead bitch, 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 bitch. And I am so (laughs) pissed off. I am like, for the Mm -hmm. love of God, stop calling every woman you come across a bitch. Mm. It's a it's that weird it's that weird line for me too between like representing how how discourse and and costume and attitudes operated in the 50s and like you you know like we get it it's like in a movie if someone swears a few times you get it they're a swearer you know that's mm-hmm. part of their character like really you got to say bitch every time you open your mouth 
But and why is it that every woman has to be a bitch? That is very true. Well, that is very true. And well, and they've got to. I mean, again, like we said, it's a disconnect between understanding their audience. You know, what I mean, like women are playing this game. You know, you know, they're not calling every they're, well. They're not calling every man a prick. You know, are they? I mean, I don't think. No. No. So, I mean, if they're going to do that, okay. But if it's really lopsided like that, no. that's not. But a- luckily, it's the hated characters that do it. Oh, like, yeah. It's not characters you like. Like, I like the captain. He's always, like, sneaking booze and being like, whatever, <laughs> right? Like, in the, at the end of my last mission, he's like, I'm taking this crate of booze. He, like, walks off. I'm like, what? Awesome. But, you know, it's, not, it's none of those, like, you know, likable characters that are calling. Well, and they do that, too. I mean, that's, like, you know, it's supposed to be a tell. Like, Cartman, it's easy yeah. to hate. Right, but still. You really did just say that and let it go. You're not participating in this, Sam. Mm, I don't want to tell. <laughs> I don't want to spoil nobody's game. That sounded like you either had your hand over your mouth or were drinking something. I have my hand over my mouth. I, I am not spoiling anybody's game. <laughs> well, and that can be part of what, what we talk about anyway. You know, that could be its own segment. We can like, do, which, we can do a post yeah. Post post segment after we both, mm-hmm. after we all finish the game and do spoilers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 a good chunk through the second disc now. I'm, uh, I played for the last few hours you still, before the podcast. I'm still on my first disc. Well, I'm gonna um, finish my first disc tonight. Damn it! Okay. Yeah, you are all right. At I least. still have to play on Mike's uh, uh on his Xbox Live though because. The game, I can't play it on mine. I can't transfer it over. Why? Because it's under his name, yeah. You mean you have like his and hers Xbox? You can transfer the um the from the. Uh, I'll tell you how to do it later. But you can just transfer the the save game. Oh really? Yeah. Duh. So neat. Uh, I totally knew that, but I was just letting you figure it out. Oh, <laughs> oh well, thanks. <clears throat> now I'm smarter for having figured it out myself. Well, yeah. there you go. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, so <laughs> there's no way we're getting to you tonight, but that's okay. Well, when do we ever? I mean, I we can we can skip news and go into our issue. Really, nah, there's fun cat stuff. <laughs> True enough. So the what you've been reading segment. Good lord, we just get into that. What you've been reading? I haven't read a damn thing. I've been pe- playing L.A. Noir every chance I could. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was just me. I was going to be like, I haven't read anything. No, screw you guys. I've read. I'm, I got, I got oh, stuff to say. Okay. So after our last podcast, <laughs> I went and got the book Delusions of Gender um, by the uh, scientist Cordelia Fine. Oh. It's how our mind, society, and neurosexism create difference. And it's all about the way that sexism gets perpetuated through this false science, this ridiculous... Um, way to fucking go things taken out of out of context <laughs> that that people say men and women are different from birth because of these reasons mm-hmm. um, and it is just kicking my ass this book is awesome mm-hmm. and so she calls it neurosexism like people using the brain to perpetuate these stereotypes like there is like uh, there is nothing her argument there is nothing inherent about a brain when you're a baby that makes you any more or less likely to be empathetic, any more or less likely to be spatially, um, um, spatial, a, a, a spatial aptitude or anything like that. They had um, argued hormones determined that when I did a research paper, but no. 
I, I, she, I think she would say, I think she would say no. She's specifically talking about neural sexism. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and she said, because the process of gendering happens as soon as the baby is born, your brain begins to change right away. Mm -hmm. Right. And so from the time you're a baby until to an adult, your brain has been completely changed by the way you're treated based on your gender. Mm -hmm. And so that controls. um, So like when people use brain, like MRI scans to look at people's brains Mm -hmm. to see how different men and women are, they're looking at these brain scans of people who are 20 and 30 or something like that when their brains have already been changed by, by the way they've been treated. This is not to interrupt you, but did you see that recent news story? I assume you both have about the parents that are raising their child. Gen Storm is the child's mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. I mean that. I guess that's trying to do that, right? Keep the yeah. Brain. That should be very interesting to see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. The only problem is, is you got to keep them away from everybody else. I mean, because well, yeah, yeah. That that's been one of the things that that we've been really conscious about when raising P is to not gender her, try to not gender her in any specific way. Just let her do the things that come most naturally to her. Mm-hmm. And it worked great until she was around other kids all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, little by little, you start to see some of this shit sneaking in. Mm-hmm. You know, That's even right. though, you know, we have made, uh, we have made a concerted effort to make sure it didn't, that she wasn't, that she wasn't engendered in any very specific or traditional way, you know, with the toys that we bought her and the way people talk to her and so on and so forth. I mean, because right. I can't tell you how many people I've screamed at for telling her, oh, you're so pretty. Oh, you're so cute all the damn time. Mm-hmm. That's like, right. Don't tell my kid she's pretty. Don't tell my kid she's cute. Like, she has a fit if people tell her she's pretty now. Mm. And not because <laughs> not because of anything that I say, and I don't necessarily react that way in front of her, but just because she's tired of hearing it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's very interesting. So 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 Fine would say that that this is the cultural rules being pounded into her head from the time she was born, um, you know, and she'll and and her you know brain her brain will change based on the type of culture she's around. So so I, I think that's I think it's very interesting, and I think she does such a good job of breaking apart these completely sexist arguments, I think she would probably put the hormone thing in there too. Mm-hmm. Say, you know, um, uh, just, just, uh, and calling into question the science behind them mm-hmm. yeah. as being just mm-hmm. totally sexist. Like the reason, like she has this great example. Um, like the reason, Oh gosh, I'm just going to butcher it now. Um, the re- like in the, in the 1700s, you know, women were, were, were supposed to be empathetic and home building so those traits got associated as inherently female, but that was because that's what the culture said their role should be. Like there, but there was actually nothing biological that would make them more empathetic, right? Um, or more more apt to build a home. That's yeah. that's a cultural thing that's happening. So yeah, it's very it's a very interesting book. So I have it on the Kindle, so I can send it to you guys when I'm done with it if you want. Mm, the huge the huge tension between always between nature and nurture, right? Mm. I mean, sure, yeah. I mean that's and how you navigate that. Which is what Samantha said. I mean, how do you possibly mm-hmm. combat it? You, I mean, you can't to a certain point, I guess. I don't know. I well, we'll see with Storm, huh? Yeah, I guess we will. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that, I'm very excited about reading that book. So yeah. 
that's, that's been that's cool been book. calling into question a lot of stuff that I've been that I've I've kind of thought about for a long time. So mm. yeah, very cool. Delusions of gender. You're that's smart. Really fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's a real easy book. It's like a it's like one of those kind of pop science books, you know. Um, you say it's a pop up book. Like oh my god, I wish it was a pop up book. <laughs> If only more books were. <laughs> I was going to make some really dirty jokes there, but I'm not going to. <laughs> it is about gender, right? It is about gender. Yeah. You guys can use your imagination. Kind of like Cinderella ate my daughter. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Let's see. That Should sounds good, though. That? Is that porn? Am I going to get a virus if I Google it? <laughs> I hope not. Oh, man. Um, that's what I've been reading. You're very excited. Jeez. And I went to the CW conference. Which was totally amazing. And le- I learned lots. The Computers but, and Writing Conference was in Ann Arbor this year, yeah. Yeah, and I went to Zimmerman's Deli. I saw awesome stuff about this one group who transformed a Twitter feed into light and sounds based on alphanumeric values. So you could hear, like we would tweet something with their hashtag and then it would it, it would pull that from the web and then it would play it for us with it would be like how is that again i'm sorry i missed it what was that it was really strange but that was pretty sweet Hart davidson he created this way for uh the it's called workstream a way of like kind of like tracking where you work and what you're doing as a way of uh seeing how productive you are in different environments it kind of like for graduate students it's really, it was really strange yeah. I'm going to stop talking now though but that's what I do that's what I do oh no you're fascinating <laughs> my throat hurts and I'm out of wine so oh oops yeah oops. Oh. segue well, I was going to say segue exactly <laughs> that would segue into what you've been drinking or what are you drinking but I guess for for Alex it would be what were you drinking yeah <laughs> I, I was drinking a very fine Tisdall, also known as Tisdale, also known as Tisdale. Um, it's, it was three dollars. So. <laughs> Lush. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. When you drink as many bottles as I do, you got to go with the. Juice you got to go cheap. That's right. That's Which is amazing because before before the grad students told me about the Tisdale, I had never seen it or knew any. I didn't know anything about it. Um, it's a beam in our circle. You got to go barefoot, Chardonnay. It's like though. the bucket. It's like no, the bucket. No. Red wine or or bust. Really? You don't go white? I, I don't think I... Yeah, I prefer no. white to red, actually. Well, that's just silly. Well, my last name's white, so... Oh, Snap. Well. Yeah. Snap that would make sense. Yeah, no. <laughs> not what are you guys drinking? I am drinking um, a actually a nice Riesling mm-hmm. out of a red plastic cup. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> I like that. I'm wine out of the bigger cups is kind of fun because it's deceptive. Like I only had one glass of wine. It was whatever. Yeah, I'm just drinking water. Yeah, right. I've been hearing you popping cans back there. I have been having Pepsi Max with. There may be a little bit of JD. I'll see. It's called a sneaky sneaky. (laughs) (laughs) It's called a not sneaky sneaky. Right. That's pretty hard. You're just putting the Jack Daniels down tonight, huh? I like Jack. Well, you know, it's a good old standby. Yeah, and I hadn't had whiskey in a while, and I was like, you know, 
<laughs> I had a craving for it. But, you know, we were in the basement with the tornado for a long time the other day. Yeah, when you're in the basement. With all those freshmen, you know, you need to release. <laughs> you need to drink afterwards. That's right. <laughs> what can you do? That's pretty funny. Yeah. I like that. So we got that. Well, what now? We don't have very much time left. So what are we going to do here? Are we going to skip news? news? To, oh, yeah. I don't know. Or should we do news and then go to Broke Ass Gamers? We have to consult Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Excuse me. I need more wine to, rinse, to you know, get all that going. Uh, I say let's go ahead and go for, uh, go for news. There's some okay. interesting stuff. There's fun stuff. Fun stuff. I'm not first. Oh, I guess that's me. Well, I had noticed a few things, and uh, unless I'm misunderstanding this particular news item, it, the headline says, Friskies releases video games for cats. You're not misunderstanding anything. Yeah, the cat food maker created feline-friendly games for tablets. So, um, apparently, there are digital things on the pad, the tablet, and the cats can play with them. Ah. The video is so adorable. I didn't see the video. It's on that page. It's on the link. Is it at the bottom? Or with no, the, oh, the, the link. With the, yeah. It's crazy. Okay, it's I, you know, and people say I buy, that, that there's something wrong with buying games for a kid when, when kids are the age of mine. But I'm not, <laughs> I'm not buying games for my cats. <laughs> You're not crazy until you're buying games on your iPad for your cat. Now, hang on. Now, oh, now listen, on. I have two cats, and I think it sounds inspired. I think it sounds fucking nutty. <laughs> <laughs> I think it sounds totally nutty. <laughs> Don't hold back. <laughs> well, it is a little bit nutty. I, well, wouldn't the cat scratch the... That was my thought, too, but I'm sure they have some sort of something. Okay, mine are not declawed, so they would all be, like, attacking this. They already want to eat my cell phone, so. Anyway, it's just another example of how video game mania has kind of gone all the way to the, not to the birds yet, but it's a matter of time, to the cats. And then, apparently, Idaho, (laughs) they are turning into video game potatoes. Um, There's a real growing epidemic um, what they say? A study of 1,200 U.S. children and teenagers found nearly 10% showed signs of pathological video game use, much like a gambling habit. And this oh, is particularly God. worrisome in our grand state of Idaho. You know. Uh, but <laughs> you know. No. Um, so uh, experts, it, it concludes and says, experts said as the problem grows, so does the help. There are now 12-step programs to treat gaming addiction. Bunk science. I'm going to be saying that a lot tonight. Bunk. It is bunk, bunk science. It's bunk science. It absolutely is. Because if it wasn't video games, it'd be TV or... That's exactly what I was... Yeah, that, those 10% have already some sort of predisposition to being addict to addiction. And it's fill in the blank at that point. I thought maybe you said they were pre- predisposition to being dicks. But you said addiction... <laughs> Um, yeah. I actually don't remember what I said. I could have <laughs> just seen a number of things. Um, no, and Samantha and I can attest to this, that certainly when we were younger, and it probably happened when our parents were younger, when TV first came about, it was like, oh, the drool box, and your kids are going to become like brainless zombies. That's what Plato was saying about writing 2,500 exactly. years Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Books are going to ruin everybody. So anyway, in Idaho, where we get our potatoes, they are addicted to video games. And then I found 
I thought Samantha would appreciate this. This is pretty cute. There is a five-year-old child who created, what did they say? Five-year-old girl. It's one child, right? She Uh is the daughter. It's a girl, but then there's another kid that helps her out, I think. Yeah, and they designed a video game. Yeah. Sissy's Magical Ponycorn Adventure. That's about her on her quest to find a pony and a unicorn mix. It's called a ponycorn. A ponycorn. It's it's freaking cute. So what do you think? You, you think? Yeah, I mean, I played it. Did you play it? No, I, I didn't. didn't play it. I right. played it. It's pretty freaking cute, oh. and it's pretty remarkable that a five-year-old made it. Yeah, I I played it for a good fifteen minutes. I'm going to be honest. I wanted to find that damn pony corn. Which wine? But um, did you really? Anywho, I really did. Then P is going to be designing like the next like. L.A. Noir, like L.A. Lafayette, that's going to be, like, super awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if this five-year-old can do this. That's right. Look what my three-year-old, soon-to-be three-year-old can do. That's right. She probably can do it already. Oh, and then, okay, so that's the one with the kid, and I thought that would be kind of interesting because, you know, five-year-old's making her own game. And then I was struck by this one coming to us from, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, Kotaku? Kotaku. Kotaku. Uh, about the Bible. Mm-hmm. A rare video game remix of the Bible in the form of a gorgeous action game. It gives us Lucifer, apparently in the vein of Paradise Lost. That's say, the same thing like, I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, and um, they're saying, well, we've done every other kind of uh, mythology, God of War, of course, you know, uh, other sacred uh, mythologies. Well, why don't we do this one? You know, they're worried about people being offended. I guess the title is El Shaddai Ascension of the Metatron. Which I don't know what that is. That is so funny. Okay, so wait. If you're looking at the... Are you looking at the article right I now? I am, yeah. Mm-hmm. Scroll down until you see the picture of the guy with his shirt on button. Is that oh, supposed yeah. to be Jesus? No, I think it's Lucifer, isn't it? The yeah, Lucifer, sexy guy. I mean, he, well, looks like a, he looks like a vampire. It says Lucifer. I don't know if it's a, mispr- a misprint. In El Shaddai. It's probably Lucifer. It's supposed to be Lucifer. He's... Yeah. Kind of that got a long so- neck. He calls God on his cell phone, is what they said. He wears, like, jeans. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's him then. Yeah, and they said the, the game is a fanciful retelling of the Book of Enoch, an alternative version of the Book of Genesis, which I don't believe, and this is testing my fundamental Baptist remembrances, but Enoch is not part of um, the canonical books. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. Yeah, that's the Apocrypha, I think. So, anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting. Now we're starting to get, like... Looks like uh, looks like Devil May Cry, and I think I saw that reference. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, the artwork does. You know, anyway. it's not it's not one of the it's not one of the canonical canonical books in in, in you know like the King James. Or, Judeo, yeah, yeah, I think it's right. I think it's a <coughs> like I said, part of the apocrypha, maybe. It may be. I think it is. I should remember this. We had just talked about this not too long ago, but good lord, I can't remember. Um, yeah, it's pretty interesting because this would be like the second <clears throat> Bible game that's come out in like the last year or so. There was the um, Bible MMO game that I think it was actually, re- it wasn't released in the States. It wasn't housed in the States. Um, <clears throat> and I had tried at one point to play just to get in, to get try to get in and see if I could play. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even letting folks uh, coming from USIPs sign up. Oh, that's weird. IP addresses, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I thought it was pretty interesting. 
Well, this, this article mentions this is a recreated crucifixion of Jesus presented as a play in last year's Assassin, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. So apparently a passion play figures in Assassin's Creed. That, what you just said, made my mind explode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try. Anyway, I, this is all very interesting. I, I, but they do mention Lucifer again in 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 the article, so maybe okay. that's they're trying to maybe that's Lucifer's cool name. Yeah, maybe so. slicked him up. But and, um, okay, and I think I have just one more, don't I? Or no, 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 that's you now. No, nope, that's you. Me. Students play video games. In school. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the last thing on my uh, tab here is that they uh, I noticed that the, the we what they call it we. W-E-E, can fight obesity. They're now using um, video games in PE classes. Supposedly it's working quite well. It's I'm supposedly sure. working quite well. I think it, to me, I thought immediately, you know, schools are going to love it because it fights, you know, it prevents the liability of a student injury, right? You don't have Johnny and, and, and Eric, like, fighting with hockey sticks. You know what I mean? Like, they're doing it virtually. Right. So you're not going to have somebody break an arm and you don't have to worry about liability. So... Um, yeah, it's no wonder that, uh, schools are picking up on it. And, um, so anyway, we're seeing this kind of virtual world bleed now into PE, which I thought was kind of interesting. So, I think that's, kind of cool. so that's my news. Okay. So, uh, one thing I want to talk about real quick, I'm just going to like say it and then tell why it's totally bunk. So this new study came out that said people who play violent video games are more violent more, most importantly, more desensitized to violence. So here's what they did. They had two groups. One they put, um, and they had them play a bunch of violent video games, and then one they put, and they had them play a lot of not violent video games. Um, And then they exposed them to, like, loud noises and things that supposedly trigger, like, like aggression or, you know, like the fight or, like, Mm -hmm. adrenaline, that kind of thing. Um, And shockingly enough, the people who had just been spending the last hour listening to loud noises reacted less abruptly to the loud noises that were being presented to them. Like, please, please. Okay, so, like, if I went and played L.A. Noir for an hour or I went and played Modern Warfare, it's not that I'm more violent after playing uh, Modern Warfare. It's that I have just been hearing gunshots for the last hour. Like, obviously, that is not going to shock me very much, right? right? Totally bunk. Okay. Do you guys need to say anything about that? No, I'm totally with you on that one. Very bunk. It's bunk. Yep. And then um, new study finds children who game are more, more likely to have joint pain. Okay, not to mention that they hold cell phones constantly. Mm-hmm. And they and invalidated... Right, mm-hmm. and, they, and they invalidated their own results because they studied uh, boys, and, but they found that, that girls that, who didn't play video games had it reported twice as much wrist pain. <laughs> so they can suck it. Because they're, also, they're, they're texting instead of gaming. And, yeah. and I have to tell you, I, I have a history of repetitive stress injuries, and uh-huh. my first one actually did come from gaming. That's really yeah. bad. Um, it came from playing Final Fantasy VII for oh, very yeah. long periods of time. Um, and, and I will admit it. I've, Obviously, I've said, if you're we, I'm going to send the bill to Square Enix. Um, <laughs> so, But I have more wrist pain now from prolonged use of my iPhone than mm. I do from get from, from playing games. Yeah. There's can, so many factors yeah. that you can't possibly isolate one and say that it's causing it. That's just, it's all of them. I mean, it's all I mean, together. Especially when, those, when Pew studies tell us that, that kids send something crazy, like 
Well, they they're, they're sending like literally hundreds. hundreds of text messages yeah. a day. Mm-hmm. Literally hundreds mm-hmm. of text yep. messages a day. Yeah, so of course they're going to have wrist pain. They're developing carpal tunnel at like 10 because people are buying them phones at like 7. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Kids these days. Yeah. But really, I mean, I mean, that's exactly the point, though. Is it's just, what a silly thing to say. Okay, so then um, my last thing to talk about, it's kind of lame, but it's also kind of cool. The Electronics Consumer Association, yeah. um, they, they paired up with Red Bull, um, and usually it's 20 bucks to join up with them, but for this year, it's free Red Bulls covering the cost if anybody wants to join up. That's very cool. I, I, I don't really know a lot about them, but from what I hear, they really focus on, like, uh, uh, charity-type stuff and just Game really... Gamer rights, yeah. um, and you could get involved with a lot of that. And it's it seems I, I was looking them up before they they get they do some cool stuff. So I'm going to join up for sure since it's free. And also caveat, they don't make you put in a credit card. Mm. You just get it free. So you know how like you worry about that in a year they're going to re up and you're like, well, mm. mm-hmm. but no, yeah, no. They, so. And they um, actually the, that very cool. Um, regardless of popular regardless of popular opinion these don't make me a killer the one that i have with the different the t-shirt that i have with the different controllers on it that's right that's a that was an eca um t-shirt oh, okay okay <clears throat> i like that that i think i got when the, when i first signed up um as a member of eca probably about five years ago yeah so people should people should do that check hmm. them out hmm. yeah it's a cool organization it gives money to um you know, an organization that supports gamers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there, it also gives you benefits that you you get discounts on um, uh, from different companies um, for being a member. So it's pretty cool. Hmm. I think that's very exciting. Check it out. I'll report back in two weeks. There you yeah. go. Um, deals for broadcast gamers. Mm-hmm. Deals for broadcast gamers. Hmm. I didn't know there was a song. It's a song now. Okay. Uh, Good Old Games has whole autumn catalogs. The whole autumn catalog. Not, that's, I was reading it like that was the name of the game. No, the autumn catalog, the whole thing, is 50% off. And all their creatures games are five ninety nine. Very cool. Seems kind of cool. Uh, Amazon has select Wii games. I, uh, I picked out Glee and Nerf are like 35% off. And then some Cars game is 50% off. There's, it's like hit and miss, you know, with any of those. But then the, um, then the big thing on the Wii is that, you know, I, it's like, God, I wish I didn't already own a Wii. Because the pri- with the price drop, everybody's offering that bundle. Where you get I the know. Wii, the Mar- you get Mar- Wii Mario Kart and a wheel controller for 149 bucks. That's mm. just wild. So if you don't have a Wii, this is like the perfect time to buy one. It really is. <clears throat> Because we too, maybe I don't know. Fingers crossed. We too, mm-hmm. maybe coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Steam has dungeons at fifty percent off, and all the Far Cry games are seventy five percent off. That's pretty so that's sweet kind of deal, right there. I, I thought that's a great deal. Mm. I, was, I was excited. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Mm, that's it. Very cool. So next time, <laughs> 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 we're really going to talk about we're we're going to we're going to take. We're going to take a good bit of time because we spent a lot of time talking about L.A. Noir this week because it was mm-hmm. such an awesome game. Um, it's <clears throat> uh, a big release. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, next time, we are really going to talk about sex and games. 
Um, and we are going to skip the news section. Um, mm-hmm. and we'll do, we'll do, hey, we'll, this is what we'll do. We'll do a link fest of news in the show notes next week. And we're Damn it, I was just about to say that's awesome because I don't have to do any research. But now I'm going to have to do research. <laughs> yeah, you got to do research. You're still going to do work. Don't be a slacker. And, uh, Stop slacking, Lane. I know. Jeez. So, yeah, next week we're going to talk about sex and games. Um, we may or may not have a different venue. We'll decide. Uh, that's if we want to get together and drink, um, <laughs> not drink, obviously. Oh. No, e- you know. No, not drink. Bond. Bond. Yeah, that's it. Uh, or what we're gonna do? <laughs> um, we'll yeah. figure that out. So, yeah. but definitely next time around, sex and games. We're gonna get it done. <clears throat> no pun intended. But <laughs> um, <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Did we just end Not Your Mama's Game of Podcast with a that's what she said joke? We kind of yes. did. This went that's... horribly wrong at some point. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> oh, oh, good my. lord. All right. We're claiming it. We're reclaiming it. <clears throat> We're reappropriating that though. That's what like, she said joke. I am a neuroscientist. That's what she said. We're reclaiming it, right? bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever someone says something super smart, I'm going to say that's what she said. <laughs> there you go. <Ba-dum-bum>. <laughs> so on that note, thanks so much for joining us for our 10th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast. Please, 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 if you have questions, comments, or just want to send us a, uh, a, a glowing compliment, Please uh, send us an email to nymgamer at gmail.com or visit our, uh, our Facebook group uh, uh, at com slash nymgamer um, or our Twitter feed, which is also nymgamer. We make it very easy for you. <clears throat> so, um, but until, until next time, folks, uh, stay safe, keep gaming, and uh, don't, get, don't develop carpal tunnel. Woo! Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Stay classy. Bye.